Hey guys, welcome back to Triumph Sport and Betting Podcast. Uh, this is our UFC show. We've had a few attempts lately at trying to put out a UFC show with uh, no success, so here's hoping this one works. Uh, on today's show, we're just going to break down Robert Whittaker and Kelvin Gastelum's fight on the weekend and UFC 261 Marzvidal versus Usman for the Welterweight Championship. I've got Deal with me. Deal, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, sir. <laughs> That's good. All right. Big weekend, yeah. Yeah, on the weekend. Still recovering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, on the weekend, Robert Whittaker, Kelvin Gastelum fought it out in a five-round middleweight fight. Uh, Deal, what do you think of Robert Whittaker versus Kelvin Gastelum? Yeah, it was a great fight. Um, yeah, Robbie did really well. Pretty much yeah. a perfect performance. Um just really stakes his claims for the next um, title shot against Izzy. Yeah, I thought it was such a masterful, masterclass performance. He beat uh, Kelvin Gastelum pretty much in every aspect. He's just getting better, eh? Beat him in the striking, beat him in the wrestling, beat him in the jiu-jitsu transitions and jiu-jitsu. I mean, it was the best I've seen Rob look. He just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. Like, you look at his last three fights who was it darren till yeah he pretty much well i wouldn't say dominated but convincing well he beat him in beat him striking so yeah darren till's known for how good yeah. he is at striking and then you had jared kennedy yeah who he pretty much beat hands down yeah broke and, his hand or something in yeah that fight and then the uh kelvin fight yeah and that's coming off the izzy loss yeah. so i mean yeah, yeah. he definitely he, deserves a shot now he's looking red hot and we actually recorded a podcast with a breakdown, well, with a prediction of this, we thought it would go the five rounds and Whitaker would win by decision, but I just didn't think he'd win that dominantly. Yeah, and we told Kelvin. everyone to put 5K on it. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But, yeah, great performance by Whitaker. So impressed by it. You know he's 11-1 and one now in the middleweight division. Yeah, well. Besides the one loss to Izzy. So, I mean, yeah, he's, he's killing it at the moment. It's good to see an Aussie just absolutely dominating. Yeah, so much experience now too. Yeah. Like especially in five rounds. Yep. Um, so it looks like his next fight will be for the title and Israel Adesanya is the champ. Now, last time they fought, Izzy touched him up pretty well and knocked him out. What do you reckon of a rematch and does Robert stand a chance? I think it'll be a lot closer than the last fight. Yeah. Um, I don't really see... Yeah, I don't see Robbie getting knocked out. I reckon. Yeah, right. Yeah, I reckon he's improved that much, and it's kind of different now because like Izzy was on the up when they first fought, and now I don't know. It's just a completely different fight yeah, compared both, to what it was. Yeah. So Izzy coming off a loss. Yeah. You know, and Robbie's coming off three wins three in a wins, row. Yep. Like, I'm just trying to look to see if they've actually um, put any odds for this fight yet. I don't think they have yet. I don't think they have, but... Obviously, Izzy would be the favourite. What would you guess? I'd, I'd sort of guess... I think Izzy would be favourite, but only only just. And yeah, I reckon... Oh, I don't know. I reckon it'd be... I reckon Whitaker would be like 220. You reckon? I reckon he's in the three bucks. Three bucks? Yeah, and I'll be chuckling money. Like. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I think... Look, if you were tipping, you'd probably... Or if you were... Just picking who you thought were going to win, you'd probably go easy again just because you don't know how uh, Rob's mindset is knowing that Izzy's knocked him out. But 
Man, if Whitaker can mix his wrestling and striking like he did against Kelvin, I reckon he beats Izzy. Yeah, I'd have to agree. And I think Jan Blahovic has laid a blueprint out how to take the Izzy fights. Yeah. Let him, you know, stay cautious with the striking in the early rounds and then try and get him down when he's tired and it's harder for him to scramble, so... Yeah, and I reckon he adapts better than anyone, like, and he makes up for his yeah, losses. Like, if, he, he's too smart, you know? And if anyone's, like, good at the game plan and um, tactics yeah. in the UFC octagon, it's Robert Whitaker because his last three fights, the game plans that he's come out with, he's dominated. So, yeah, can't wait for that fight. And do you reckon it'll be in Australia or New Zealand or...? Oh, fucking hope it's in Australia, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, that, so do I. I don't. I don't know how if it will happen or not. But yeah, I'd like. There to see is it. talks of it, but I. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully this year we see it. Um, is it Martin Vittori? Yeah, Marvin uh, Vittori. Marvin Vittori. Do you reckon he sneaks in there and takes the shot off Whitaker? No, no, not a chance. He's trying. I mean, yeah, he's trying. He's he, trying he, brought up, he brought up how Robbie didn't want it, but I yeah. mean, want the fight with Izzy, but that was ages ago yeah. that Robbie... But he never said he didn't actually want it. Yeah. He just said that if it happens, it happens. Yeah. So uh-huh. he, he looked like the front runner for that fight, though, like before the Whitaker fight. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought he would have got it for sure. Even though he's only beat, like, I mean, he's on a massive win streak. He did almost beat Izzy before. His last wins off coming off a win against Kevin Holland. Yeah, but I, yeah, I thought he was going to get it. Like before that, I thought he was the front runner. Yeah, well, that's um, that's our breakdown of Whitaker and Gastelum. Um, so we'll move on to UFC two six one Jorge Masvidal versus Kamara Usman for the welterweight championship. Uh, Dil, what do you reckon of this fight? Yeah, look, at first I didn't want to see this fight again. Um, I'm getting more keen for it now <coughs> as time goes on yeah. and people start hyping the fight up. But honestly, I just can't see how Masvidal makes the adjustments in time to, well, not even in time, but just makes the adjustments at all to beat Kamara Usman, to be honest. Um, we got Usman at $1.22, uh, Masvidal at $4. Um, originally, I was going to go Camaro, but he's creeped down a bit too low for me now. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, I'm not going to go on Masvidal either because there's no value in a loser, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I think Usman will probably win, but at 4 bucks, of course, I'm taking... Jorge Masvidal. You're making the leap. Because lately I've been seeing a lot of Kamara Usman talking about how he wants to get the finish against Masvidal. And Masvidal hasn't been stopped in his last 19 fights. I don't know if he's ever been stopped in the UFC via a KO. So for Kamara Usman to get the finish, I think he's going to step away from his game plan that helped him just dominate. Um... Jorge in their first fight. And I think that runs the risk. If he's going to stand with the Masvidal, I reckon Masvidal knocks him out. Really? Masvidal is such a better striker with, than Usman. Even with his improved striking? It does not matter. His striking is nowhere near Masvidal's. I could not see Kamara Usman standing there striking and knocking out uh, Masvidal. 
at all. I sort of can, to be honest. <clears throat> no. Um, yeah, Kamaru boy. <clears throat> when you look at the blokes that uh, Jorge Masvidal has uh, gone toe-to-toe with in the strike, and you're talking of Darren Till, who he knocked out, Wonder Boy, who he could have won by the decision from memory. I think Wonder Boy got that by decision. Yeah. You know, he's striking. He's just so good. And he has knockout power. And four bucks with a dude who can knock people out. Yeah, but see, Kamara, was, he's just going to – he's one of the greats. Like, he's he's something <laughs> else, you know. Like, you just can't bet against him. I don't know how you can go against Kamara here. Like, especially after dominating a fight against Marzadol previously. Like, I just can't Yeah, look, if he fights that see. fight, but I just, I don't think that Kamara's going to fight that fight again. He's, I th- because he's going, I'm not going to stop the guy this time. And his style, genuinely, when he's not standing there trading with him, he doesn't get the finishes. He just grinds him out for a five round victory. So, and he's dominant at it and he's really good at it. But now he's with Trevor Whitman, like. <laughs> Well, he's know, still got he rocked his, against he did. Uh, Gilbert. He did. That's the worst he's been, like, rocked, I think, and in I, the UFC. And one thing Marsville said that really, like, I agree with, Gilbert didn't go after him when he rocked him. He no. should have been swarming on him and going for it. And I think Marsville like, was... We, we were sitting there thinking the same thing. Yeah. Why, why isn't he going for it? He, I think he went for a sub instead. Yeah. Oh, he did something. And he laid on the ground too yeah, much, he, like, yeah. gave Usman plenty of time to recover. And there's just that adrenaline You're, you're not going to let... Masvidal's not going to let you recover if he rocks you. No. So, yeah, look, I think Usman's going to win, but at four bucks I will be putting money on Masvidal just because I have a feeling Usman might be getting a little bit too confident with his striking, and I think Masvidal is just head and shoulders a better striker than him. I could eat my words and Kamara could knock him out, but... I don't know. I don't see that happening. Yeah. Like, I can see there's a punch, puncher's chance, but I'm just, yeah, I'm not doing it. Not touching it. I'd probably prefer the Kamaro by KO at 350. Really? To be honest, yeah. You reckon Kamaro's going to be the first cents. man to knock out Mars with all? Honestly, yeah. Oh, I, think he could. I think he could. Like, on it, like, <clears throat> obviously, I think Kamaro wins on points, but I reckon there's value there on 50 cents cheaper than Mars at all winning. Yeah. I just can't see it happening. Well, there is a saying, no fight is ever the same. Mm. You see it with, like, McGregor and Dustin. You saw it with the Stipe uh, trilogy fight. So, you know, to say that this fight goes exactly the same as the first fight, history's shown us that's not always the case. To not go the distance at 233, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I reckon if that's see, actually if, a pretty if, good. If, if Masvidal wins, you'd think... You yeah. think he knocks him out? Like, well, yeah, I think yeah. Masvidal's only path is by knockout. Yeah. He's not going to outpoint Kamaro or submit him. And if the fight goes the same way, then <coughs> it does go the distance, but no fight's ever the same. So, well, you, I don't mind <laughs> so, that. At yeah, I, I don't mind that either. I don't. I, I don't reckon it'll go the distance either. So, yeah. So you're you reckon Usman knocks Masvidal out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, right. I think so. That's what I'm leaning to. Yeah, okay. I mean, I see value at the not going the distance, but I think if Usman's going to win, he's going to grind it out by points. So, yeah. I, I just see, I don't know, I see Kamara just finishing Mazadal this time somehow. 
Yeah, right. Well, I mean, a submission could be on the cards if he can wrestle him and tire him out. So, Kamara by sub, 17 bucks. I mean, <laughs> you don't want to go crazy here and throw money on everything, but. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, moving, let's go to the next fight. Moving on. So, in our co main event, we've got the women's strawweight champion, Whaley Zhang versus Rose. Nama Nunez, or Nama Nunez, yeah, however it's pronounced. Thug Rose, anyway. Um, I think this is such a good fight. I cannot wait for this, <coughs> and I'm calling it now. I reckon it's fight of the night. Yeah, I can I can see that happening. I can be, see it being a very similar fight um, to the what fight happened last, the Welly Zang. Uh, Yuana Yon JJ yeah, that's and Welly Zang, yeah. Yeah, I can see it being a... A war, kind of yeah. like that fight again. But I see, yeah, I see a heap of value on Rose here. Yeah, I, so do I. I think we're in agreement with this. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting more and more confident thinking about it. And it's not so. just from a value thing. I actually think Rose is going to win. Yeah. Her striking. So you're saying if they're a dollar ninety each, you'd probably still. Yeah, I'd, I'd go Rose because she has got some of the most slick boxing <clears> I've <throat> ever seen in women's MMA. Yeah, like she knocked and she out. has a finish over um, Yuana on JJ. Yeah. yeah, she knocked her out. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, only woman to do that. So, yeah. you know, she her boxing is so good. And you saw her against Jessica Andrade, the two fights she had with her, besides the one where she got dumped on her head, her striking was so good. Yeah, so she's that, sort of all over the place, like comes in from different angles and stuff. Like, yeah. And, yeah. I just see her catching Welly Zhang and I don't know about getting a finish, but I see her um, pretty much dazing her and just, you know, sort of getting her out of her comfort zone. And Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Welly Zhang was in such a war with Yuani on J-Check. I know it's been, it's been over a year since that fight now, but, um, or close to, but you can't have too many wars like that. So, you know, hope has her chin recovered? Probably. But it's, you know, I think Rose, striking-wise, has the advantage. And I think that Whaley's going to try and outstrike her. If she stood toe-to-toe with um, Yuani on Jacek, I can't see her doing any different against Rose. Yeah. So. If it goes to the ground, who would you give it to? Well, I think... Strength-wise, Whaley Zhang could probably hold her down in the earlier rounds, but uh, Thug Rose's jiu-jitsu is pretty slick as well. Mm. So, you know, the more the fight goes on, the more confident I'm just going to be in Rose. Yeah. Whether she gets taken down, I think her jiu-jitsu is good enough. Um, and standing up, I think her, her boxing is up to scratch. I think it's value here and I'm picking her to win. Yeah, it's great value. It's definitely going to be one of my players. Yeah, and I... Think it's going to be an absolute great fight to watch. So that'll be that's my tip for fight of the night. So yeah, we'll move on here to our other title fight for the women's flyweight title. We've got Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. Ah, uh, look, I think Valentina is gonna flog her. Yeah, I see this like it's a similar fight. Um, as the Kamari Usman versus Mazadol for mine. Um, 
it's actually the exact same odds, so a dollar twenty-two for Valentina. Um, so Jessica's path to victory is going to be getting in close and sort of taking Valentina down. Um, but I just don't see that happening. I, I see Valentina keeping a distance and sort of picking her apart from afar. Yeah, this is where I um differ. Like the difference I see between um. Usman and Masvidal is, I think, Usman, I think Masvidal is a better striker. So that's why Mikey has the chance. But Jessica is not a better striker than Valentina. No. So I just can't see a path to victory for but do you give Valentina. Her after. On the ground and grappling for Jessica? I don't even give her that. I you give her a takedown and a judo, definitely. But to get to a takedown, you need to close the distance. And uh-huh. I think yeah. uh, Valentina is so good at that. So yeah. I don't really think Jessica stands a chip. Chance against her. I mean, Jessica but, just I mean, got- look what Jessica did to um, Rose. Yeah, but like, dropped her yeah, head Valentina's and, like, a lot bigger. Yeah. The only thing that Jessica's got for her is she's going up weight now, so she might be a little bit more powerful. So she has the potential to catch Valentina with a strike. But, I mean, we've seen how dominant Valentina Shutranko is, and she's the only woman so far over the last, I don't know, five, six years it's gone toe to toe with Amanda Nunes. Yeah. And that's so, the only only fight she's lost, so Exactly. So I think that uh Valentina wins this quite easily and I wouldn't be putting any money on Jessica. I think yeah, the odds of that happening are Yeah. The only way to bet on this fight is to go Valentina if you're going head to head. The fight to go the distance at two oh four what what are your thoughts on that? Do you see it going the distance? Um, yeah, no, I don't because I don't think that Jessica Andrade has the gas tank to go five rounds. So I think Valentina will get a late round victory. Yeah. Um, so Valentina by KO, you're saying? Oh, uh, yeah, possibly, yeah. 375? Don't mind that? Yeah, me neither, so... You could do that. I do think, yeah, KO is pretty KO or TKO. I could see a knock on her to the ground and then the ref sort of stopping it with a ground and pound or Jessica not defending herself because she's tired in the later round. So, yeah, yeah I don't mind that at all. Yep. I'm with you. So, we'll move on here. We're flying through this at the moment. Our next fight is a middleweight fight between Uriah Hall and Chris Weidman. So let's have a look at the odds we've got here. So yeah, so we've got a dollar ninety a piece here. Very close wow. fight. Yeah. Look, bookie, bookies can't pick them apart. So I know you're going your eye hall. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going your eye hall here. I think he's the value. Um, going off Chris Weidman's last fight against Omari. So I'm not even going to pronounce his last <laughs> name. Um, I wasn't impressed at all. I think Chris gassed even in the second round. It was only three fight, uh, three round fight, and yeah, I just did not like what I've seen. And I think he's lost the past five of his last seven or something like that. Yeah, he's had a so, rough path since losing to Luke Rockhold. Yeah, and Uriah Hall, I just yeah, I sort of see him. He's coming into his own now. I think. Yeah. Um, after his win against Anderson Silva. Yeah, his last... I don't really rate that victory highly. Yeah. Silva's... I, I sort of do, though. Like, I know he's I know he's obviously on the down, Anderson yeah. Silva, but 
I don't know, it's still a big win for your eye hall coming up against your idol. Oh, it's a big win for him, yeah, but like he should have finished Silver in that fight for sure and he couldn't get it done. It's a very important fight for both of their careers. For both of them, yeah. Um, look, I think over three rounds, whenever you've got a three-round fight, you have to give the edge to the wrestler Yeah, because they can uh, take it down and grind out a win within the three rounds, which is what Chris Weidman did in his last fight. Does Uriah Hall have the tools to uh, stop Weidman doing that and knocking him out? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he does if I'm going off his last few fights. So, you know, I could see Chris Weidman just really using his All-American wrestling and grinding out a very sloppy win against Uriah Hall here. Yeah. To be honest with you. And I think, you know, Chris Weidman by points at 310 is, yeah, not bad. They obviously think that Uriah Hall's only way to win is why they KO? Um, yeah, or, or points. The uh, KO is by uh, $3 and your eye hole by points is $5. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's a, I don't know how your eye hole is going to do it, if he's going to catch him or not. But, yeah, I just still think that um, your eye hole is on the up and Chris Weidman yeah. is sort of on the down and... Just, yeah, that last fight's really put me off Chris Weidman. Okay, sorry here. Uh, Uriah Hall did actually KO Anderson Silver in the fourth round, but I remember watching that and he should have got it done in the second he pretty much. It took him It took him a while. Too long, so. I mean, he could come out firing and he could very well knock Chris Weidman out, so it, yeah. it is a sort of pick em fight. I wouldn't be confident in picking either of them. But to yeah. sort of break it up a little bit, I reckon Weidman via points using his wrestling for this one. points. Yeah. I'm going your eye hall. I'll say points. I, I, I say avoid the takedown. Yeah. And just sort of pick him apart. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that as well. So, all right. Moving on here for our last fight on the main card, we have... Just give me a sec, bring it up. Anthony Smith against Jimmy Crute. Wow. Righto, so what are the odds for this fight? It's been it's actually changed a bit. It I has, remember yeah. a few uh our failed podcast we did, it was, <clears throat> it was different, wasn't it? Yeah, it was um a dollar thirty for dollar thirty three for Jimmy Crute. Yeah. But now he's at a dollar forty five. Yeah. Um Smith is at two sixty three. Um, I think this. I don't know how you can have Anthony Smith at two sixty three here. Just the level of competition that Jimmy Crute has fought, it's just not up to scratch of Anthony Smith. Yeah, and yeah, I think he's. I think he's good value here at two sixty three. Usually with I, Anthony Smith, the <clears> fights <throat> where you where he's written off are the fights he he wins. When he's expected to win, is when you see him sort of lose. Well, the way I've seen it anyway over the last few yeah. years. And that's taken away nothing from Jimmy Crute. No. I reckon he's so yeah. impressive and I reckon he's definitely an elite of the division or he's fast he's up, becoming yeah, he's, one. He's becoming one. Um, yeah, I think Anthony Smith might get this 
uh, win here. I mean, how many fights has Anthony Smith had, like pro fights? It'll be something. Yeah, well, his record's 34 with 16 losses. So, you know, big career there. Although in saying that, this is the one of those fights where you really see like a fighter come into their own and this is a way of Jimmy to make a name for himself if he can get a big win over Anthony Smith. So, But I, I don't see Anthony Smith being um, beyond it. Like he's not too old for it anymore, I don't think. Yeah. Like I, I, he's definitely nowhere near washed up for mine. He did He did get um, beat up by Glover that, that fight. But yeah. then I think he hit back. Uh, he got a sub, I think. No, he lost again after that. And Did then he? he finally got a win. So he I'll tell you here. He yeah, he um lost to Glover Tixera. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah. And uh then by that Alexander Raktik. Oh lost yeah, that's to him right. as well. Yeah. By a decision of three rounds. Yeah. And then got a submission win against um Devin Clark. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But like I mean, if if Smith can use his length and stay on the outside, I mean, yeah, he's looking the value play here for me. Yeah, big time. I still think if you're gonna go a value play, Rose is still the best value for me. I'm more confident in Rose winning than I am Anthony Smith. Yeah, I think they're very similar for me. I think they're probably on the same length, and Smith is like twenty cents more. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. So that's UFC 261 breakdown. Um, thanks for listening, guys. We're going to try and get more of these UFC podcasts out with more um, topics that are going on in MMA and hopefully get more questions from you guys as well. So, yeah, thanks for listening and stick around for more podcasts. Cheers. See you later.